Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you serious? Yeah, this is How to Kill an Hour. My name's Marcus Bronzy. And my name is Funk Butcher. That's right, there's many ways to kill some time out there. Right now, you're about to kill some time with us. And me. Yeah. Me, right. me, me. Had <laughs> <laughs> to. Shouts to each and everyone locked in. Yes, indeed. Before we crack on with the show, let you know there's new ways we are killing time and all our little hookups, discounts and competitions. We are running via our newsletter to sign up to it. Just go to howtokillanhour.com forward slash news. Once again, for the hard of hearing, that's howtokillanhour.com forward slash news. Yes, join the mailing list, man. It, yeah. It's going to be a place where you are going to just have that advantage Yeah. when we're doing the giveaways. You're yeah. going to know about those giveaways early, man. Yep. yep early. Yep, yep. Uh, plus, we'll share all the ways we can kill time with you. Hello to Simon Hall, uh, Otis Dealey, dear friend of the of the show, whose uh, his new season of The Gadget Show is out. He's been getting busy on the Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I'll explain why in a second. <laughs> Jasmine Cherryface and Adam Lowe. <laughs> Jasmine Cherryface. <laughs> <laughs> Out to Patrick O'Rourke also. Out to Curious George always. And out to London Lady. Shouts to MK Andrew who tweeted, I think How to Kill Hour should go back to making more frequent podcasts. My life is becoming proper boring without these guys. Who knew I'd be addicted? Well, put it like this. Crack addicts don't know that they're going to become crack addicts <laughs> when they, before too late. they hit the pipe. Until it's too late. You hit the pipe <laughs> and got, you're in now. You got any cheeseburgers, man? <laughs> you got any How to Kill an Hour podcasts? Got, got any podcasts, man? I need more regular podcasts. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll suck your microphone, man. <laughs> Uh, you can get involved on social media as well at how to kill an hour on everything yeah uh so before we go on today's with today's show and talk about uh, a film that we saw ready player one mm-hmm. in a moment mm-hmm. last week there was a big hoo-ha on the show that producer hoo-ha! gotcha all in check <laughs> billy producer yeah he he brought something to the table that for some reason, really got a reaction online and really got a reaction in the studio. Out of nowhere, I don't even know where this came from. Mm-hmm. We got into the conversation of when one goes for a shit <laughs> and wipe their ass afterwards, during the wiping process, do they sit down or stand up? <laughs> Frank, what's your take on this first and foremost? Are you a stand-up or a sitter after you do your little shitter? Am I a stand-up guy? Yeah. A lot of people do describe me as a stand-up guy. Are, are you a stand-up guy though? When it comes, are you a stand-up guy after a poop? No, I mean, okay. Stand-up guy is a phrase. Okay, over yeah, here, yeah. Like, I know. I'm just checking. Now. Okay. <laughs> um, it depends. Do you know what it depends? Oh, yeah, are you in it, the middle? It, it okay. depends. Yeah, because if I've had like a long session of football yeah. and the calves, they're not they're not doing yeah. what uh, I want them to do, then I might just like sit and just lean, lean to okay. create, a, lean to the side to create a gap. Yeah, so yeah. that's a sitting. That's a sitting wipe. Yeah, it's, but then it's, on other days when you've not played football, yeah, you you're a stand up guy. Then, then I levitate. So you are the other. Yeah, and that's the one criticism that I had when we did the polls online is yeah. that I said when you take a shit, do you stand up, sit down, or other? Yeah, but now, you can't stand up. Do you know why you can't stand up? Because you still need to be positioned in in, in like an L shape. Yeah, to make sure that nothing drops onto the floor. Oh so, yeah. So, so that's so that's why there's no, there's no there's no way. It's feasibly, yeah, like Im- improbable, impossible to actually stand up and what, what? Well, they're, they are among us, Funk. They I, are among I, I us. I don't believe them. And the craziest thing is, is that people that stand up to wipe their ass, they don't know that sitters exist, that people sit down to wipe their ass. They don't know they exist. <laughs> Billy was like so surprised that me and Nick Bright was, was sit down to wipe our ass. I think those are the people with the B-days. They're the rich folk. Oh, the bidet. Yeah. yeah. You got the, the bidet. The B-day. The bidet. B-day. Yeah. Uh, so we was that, it, was we that put, name of Beyonce's album? B-Day. B-Day. B- B- <laughs> <laughs> 
so we put it out on social media, right? And um, we put it out on an Instagram poll and yeah. a Twitter poll. And yeah. we'll do, I'll check the Twitter poll now. Where'd I put my phone? Yeah. Uh, but the Instagram poll was very funny because I actually did two polls. I did one poll and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to egg anyone on, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to see how it went. And the results were... The results <laughs> were... 60-40. Really? 60-40. 60 what? 60% sitters when they're shitters yeah. and 40% of people said they stood up. Now... I think we've got a very lazy, um, um, <laughs> lazy group of people that that take a shit. What the the sitters? Yeah. So you are a standard then. Only when I'm not like. So you're in between exercising, okay, cool. and, and I'm just overexerting myself. So now we've I've put it I've put it to Twitter as well, and the results are thirty-seven percent to sixty-three yeah. percent. Yeah, sixty-three percent of people sit down. Stay sitting when they wipe their ass, and thirty-seven percent stay standing. So technically, three out of ten, yeah, are out there. No, four out of ten, if I round it up, are yeah. out there uh, standing up. I'm still trying to kind of uh, picture it in my head. I don't know why, but I'm still trying to picture it. Is is this a side? Is this a lean to the side to allow you? A lean is when you're if you're leaning, that's a sit. That's you're a sit. still sitting. But if oh, you, like, okay. I'm talking about actually stand. Like I'm sitting up. I'm actually standing up. Yeah. Standing up and wiping my ass. The way you stood yeah. at full height, that's yeah. impossible to wipe your ass like that. But apparently that's the that's the deal. Because what if you've got short arms? What like so, little T Rex arms? Yeah. So you need to you need to kind of crouch. Yeah, I guess so. That's what you should have put. Do you sit or do you crouch in tiger? Do you crouch in tiger or do you yeah Well for me, <laughs> mother, I just I don't know. Well, we put it to the nation, apparently yeah. 60 40. So okay. there you go. So you know that out of every ten people Four of them are standing up when they wipe their ass. If you're on the train, look around you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know some of you listen to this when you're on your commute. When you're yeah. walking down the street, look around you. Yeah. Four out of ten are out there <laughs> standing up and wiping their ass. That's two out of five. Two out of five people. <laughs> if you're in a family of five, it could be your mum and dad. It could be your sister or your brother. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, so we put that to bed. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we should call Nick Bright and let him know. Actually, should we call Nick? And see if we get, Yeah. <laughs> Let's call, let's call Nick Bright before we move on and see because he might he might find this quite interesting. What is Nick? A sitter? He's a sitter. A sitter, a sitter. He was absolutely disgusted at uh, Billy. He was he was he was he was surprised. Or does Nick just wear uh, man, man nappies? <laughs> just shit as you walk down the street. <laughs> That's an idea. Actually, shit and go. Yeah. Why have we not done that yet? Incontinence pants. Oh, they exist. Oh. I pe- Piers, he's not answering his phone. Because he's sitting on the shitter. No voicemail, Nick. No voicemail, yeah? <laughs> All right. We'll leave that be. These, so, these anyway. Celebs, these celebs. Yeah. How we uh, we like to kick off the show talking about shit polls. And after that, we like to do something called the killer bit, where we talk about how we've killed some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we share with you a way that we've killed some time, a way that you can as well. Yeah. This week, we went to see Ready Player One, the movie. In fact, yesterday, yeah. we went and saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's out on the 29th of March, 2018. And it's based on a novel by Ernest Klein. And there was a big hoo-ha mm-hmm. about it coming out because it's the story of the film, uh, the, the, the premise of it, is based in a world where there's a lot of intellectual property. There's lots of brands, basically, smushed together. So to do this and make this film work, you need somebody who has the power to make a lot of brands that may not necessarily want to be on screen together. Someone you don't say no to. Yeah, be on screen together, right? Yeah. 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 So, you know, where where else are you going to see... M. Bison yeah. and the Iron Giant yeah. on the screen at the yeah. same time. Like yeah. that conversation isn't an easy thing to happen. No. Right? You know when you see uh, crossover games like Marvel versus Capcom, yeah. a lot of conversations have to happen just yeah. for that, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and when I mean someone you don't say no to, I mean someone who exists in Hollywood. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. that not Harvey. Not Harvey. Not Harvey. Not that guy. No, that's what I was just saying. Let me just clear that <laughs> Hashtag up. Me too. Not, that, not him. Not, not him. him. Not him. We, we, we don't. We don't. We don't do with that guy. Yeah. We're talking about someone you don't say no to in, in terms of the esteem. Of mm. working with this guy, mm. he just he just forces you to say yes because you you just be so overwhelmed and honoured mm. to have your product or your your franchise associated with his um his line of work, and only one man, one man is capable of doing it, Mister. 
Don't put your no Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, Steven Spielberg directed it. And it was also penned by a guy called Zach Penn and Ernest Klein was in with the writing <laughs> as well. Up. It was. It was <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> is his name really that? It, written by Zach Penn. That so is crazy. I, I just had to throw that in. Penned by Zach Penn and Ernest Klein, the original author. Right, Funk, so I, I've read the novel and I've watched the film, but you haven't read the novel, right? No, I haven't. So break it down. What, what would you say the film's about? I would say the film is very close to, I mean, I had to ask you, when was this, this book written? Is it yeah. a really old story? Because it's, um, it's, it's quite like seven or eight years old. I think. It's yeah. Really. Because it's quite relatable to actually what's going on now in terms of that, that, that curve in the road. We're, we're kind of approaching with the, 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 um, the relationship with virtual reality right now and it being, a real integral part of people's entertainment and in their in their homes. So this film kind of centers on the not too distant future, and everyone's kind of using virtual reality and they're using the internet and the gaming world, which they call uh, the Oasis. The Oasis, which is their version of like it's not it's it's beyond the internet. It's the internet plus more. The internet juiced up, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like um, it it flirts with the idea that everyone is kind of in this in this world all demographics and I think that's the interesting part so you're seeing all these people from different walks of life people you, you wouldn't normally associate with gaming kind of like um, um, the, the the kind of the the, the working mum the housewife the, the, the corporate guy the, the guy who doesn't even look like he's he's got enough money to afford gaming he's he's on there with his headset on and everyone's kind of in this uh, this virtual world, yeah, because it's a dysto- it's a set in a dystopian future, so mm-hmm. we're like in twenty forty seven or something like yeah. that. The world is bad, yeah. and instead of trying to fix it, yeah. people just trying to escape it yep. Yep. and stay yep. out of it and yep. hope that they die before yep. things get any worse. Yep. Really, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. that sort of setting, which is quite it's just quite uh, quite relatable. Yeah, and it's based around a young gentleman called uh, Wade Watts, yep, aka Parcival, yep, and his adventure. Uh, into the oasis yeah. when the guy that runs or created it yeah. passes away. Very Steve Jobs like. Very Steve Jobs like. He he creates a challenge that excites the whole of the oasis. That everyone that has access to the oasis yeah. can get involved in. And if they win this challenge, this 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 set of tasks, they become very powerful basically very powerful, almighty very, very rich god of the oasis yeah. very rich imagine yeah. it's like someone saying to you if you pass this te- if you play uh this game and beat these challenges you own 60 percent of apple yeah or you own 80 percent of apple yeah. it's like it's like someone saying that yeah, to you. yeah. Uh, so the world goes crazy for it it's very um, clever for the marketing team to actually release this so close to easter this whole easter egg hunt kind yes of thing. Yeah. yes and it's yeah. very it's based around computer games basically mm-hmm. um like Funk said, so the whole Easter egg thing is is basically what they're all going for—the big Easter egg. Yeah. And in the book, I mean, I must say, the book there's a lot because it's based in a world where everybody has access to this massive virtual reality world. Yeah. For example, I know if I had access to a virtual reality world, I'd probably build some cool Street Fighter bits. I yeah. might build a DeLorean like we see in the film. Yeah, yeah. You might build some I don't know, manga stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody kind of has this mishmash of content and this is where yeah. I was going back to like, I didn't, like, I didn't ever think that you could see a film with this many brands squashed into it. Lego have done it kind of with the yeah, Lego films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're like, you know, Warner Brothers backed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do want to kind of uh make it clear to people who haven't read the book yeah. haven't seen the film or any who are unaware because this one has kind of slipped under the radar a little bit it doesn't get as much oomph as some of the the Marvel films but yeah. it is a very 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 strong contender uh, for kind of like Easter summer blockbuster yeah, yeah. area it isn't just 80s culture this is popular culture across the board because um, uh, the, the guy who plays um, Percival mm-hmm. he actually spoke of that the Iron Giant isn't from the 80s. Yeah, exactly. And similarly, The Shining isn't from the 80s. Yeah. So there's a lot of aspects within the film which aren't specific to the 80s kind of era. They're just across the board. If you know about your anime, if you know about um, popular culture across the board, any film, and you and I, I would I'd class it anything cult yeah. that would fall within this film. Funk, can you... Uh, how, I can't believe you just said Iron Giant and The Shining. Yeah. 
in one sentence and yeah. you watch them in yeah. the same yeah. film yeah. that's yeah. mad bruv yeah. it's yeah. mad yeah. it's mad yeah. it's but mad. like you said only one man could be able to yeah Steven to, Spielberg yeah. and he was in the building he was in the building Steven Spielberg was feet yeah a few feet away from us man you know when you gotta hold your other hand to, you know like when yeah. the sniper's gotta hold the other hand to steady his, yeah. steady his aim that's like, that was like me with a camera phone my, yeah. my, my hand was shaking like I thought Alex Zane who the guy who was like MC in the night I thought he was fucking with us because he went he went, and joining us today is Steven Spielberg. Yeah, and then Steven stayed out of the room for a little yeah. while. And everyone went, yeah, whatever, bro. Yeah. And he came out and he went, God damn, it's Steven Spielberg. Damn, Steven. So, yeah. Um, it was, um, but yeah, okay. So, um, do you feel like you understood the story? Did it all make sense to you? Because I feel like when you, this novel is very dense. There's a lot that goes on. They had to cut bits out. I'm going to yeah, be honest. Yeah. I recommend you reading the book yeah. after the film yeah. or before. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't spoil the experience for yeah. me. Uh, but they had to cut stuff out. So yeah. I know that there are holes in it, but I might have sewed those together because I've read the book. Yeah. Do you feel like it all made sense? It all just- listen, I was, I was on the phone last night and I said that this film, by a country mile, by a country mile, is the best film so far of the year. Wow. wow. Obviously, we still got um, Infinity War to come. We've got nine months of the year left. We've got nine months of the year, but... If you think of some of the titles that have been out, mm. I'll leave that to your imagination. What I'm saying, this film is better than okay. Before from, we- from an entertainment value, yeah. from a storyline perspective, okay. And what I was also getting at um, when I was thinking last night is that Steven Spielberg has actually repos- basically what he did is, is he looked around. He's been in hiatus. He's been kind of like putting his name to projects, and and he looked and goes, hmm. You young gunners, you, you think you know how to make blockbusters? Oh, like uh, Kung Fu style? Yeah. Oh, you think you know how to make blockbusters? <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> and he returned. Yeah. He returned from from, from uh, um, exile and he came back with that, that formula mm. which no one could mess with. And the j- same formula which you use in, in things like Jaws, yeah. Saving Private Ryan, mm. Amistad, like you name it, this, this Jurassic Park. This guy has the ability to put exactly the right amount of entertainment and storyline and it doesn't drag. That's what I was going to ask you. I was going to say, what do you think the key was to you enjoying the film and the cinema enjoying the film as a whole? Because I felt like it, it. everybody walked out there, yes, yeah. with that yes vibe. Exactly. Unlike other films we've watched yeah. where we've walked out very deflated yeah. and we've been like, oh, like Justice League, it was yeah. a bit of a letdown. Yeah. Won't go into it, but we think they should reboot the franchise yeah. because they're rushing it. Yeah. The vibe of the cinema when we left, yeah, like was amazing. But what do you think the key was? Before we move on, we're not yeah. on about too much. What do you think the key was to what made the? Film? I think you might have touched on it already to, yeah. to what made Ready Player One a great film. I think the key was the you had the ability to kind of cram all this this world of nostalgia into this film, and it's the ability to know when to limit yourself so that you don't kind of overcompensate in, in some areas yeah. and then lose yeah. the, the narrative and what you're supposed to be kind of concentrating on, which is the, the book and the storyline. And he he was able to appease the people that have read the book, like yourself, and the newcomers and give an, 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 an entertaining depiction of what this brand is. And also, like you said, he was able to tie it up and not kind of get roped into what a lot of uh, directors are unfortunately being... Um, 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 bound by which is the, the need to kind of have a financial legacy with the film so there wasn't kind of like coming up in Ready Player 2 kind of thing mm-hmm. or anything or mm-hmm. like someone, it's just a standalone film yeah, yeah. it's just a standalone film, film. And, I, and I think maybe that's because Steven Spielberg is unlike a lot of the directors out there where he is he's such a brand like I mean George Lucas is, yeah. is, is kind of like George Lucas kisses his foot Kind yeah. of thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you notice the, the history about Star Wars, George Lucas came to him and got a lot of uh, feedback, and so that's how high up the the kind of the the, the industry ladder, the, the the respect Steven Spielberg is. But he's uh, I can't speak. So you think the power to say no is what made the film strong? So, for example, he had access to all this IP. He didn't put. I don't think he put any. He didn't put Jaws in it. No. Nope. He didn't put any ET in it no. and he could have squeezed a lot of his own stuff in but he t- intentionally didn't and I yeah. feel like that was yeah. a deliberate thing on his yeah. case because yeah. he wanted to make sure he focused on making yeah. it a good balance yeah. so you think that, that the ability to say no was good I mean for me I like the action Yeah, I like the story I feel yeah. like they had laughs in the right place it yeah. wasn't cheesy yeah. 
Like, you know, when they hit you with a little funny line, and it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think the casting was pretty good. The casting, um, the, the voice was amazing. That, uh, there's an Irock kind of the, the baddie character. He's, <laughs> Irock. Yeah. <laughs> who he's, is he? I need to know who he is. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I checked out the uh, actor called TJ Miller. Okay. And his one liners and his comedic, comedic delivery is absolutely amazing. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It kind of breaks up the, the kind of the, the flow. And again, it provides that that comedic element for people of that that generation exactly exactly and uh, uh, shout out to Finale yes <laughs> fin- fin- Finale Hannah John Carmen yes. you can find baby Finale eye candy Jesus that's not an Apple product Jesus eye candy oh Jesus I've never <laughs> wanted to have a slap so much in my life I wanted to be slapped oh man I would gladly be punched in the face everyone was brilliant oh my everyone no but it was, was really good yeah um I'll be honest with you though, if certain characters they just didn't have time to fill out. Yep. So Simon Peck's character Og, yep. in the book, yeah. you get a lot more from okay. him. And he adds his own thing to the story. They kind of twist bits. But um yeah, man, for me, good good story and the action scenes were fucking great yeah. as well. That chase scene is incredible. Oh, amazing chase scenes yeah. in it as well. The cha- Ch- chase scenes. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. Oh, Billy's just stepped in the building. Billy. Good Billy. The Billy b- Billy. Where have you been? He's Billy, been standing up. Billy's beard looks like he just he just stepped out the revenant. <laughs> yeah Billy I'll just give you the numbers it's 60-40 6 out of 10 people sit 4 out of 10 people stand how do you feel being part of the minority hang on for a second there I was keeping an eye on the numbers it was close to 50-50 you have to admit that it was close were you doing a little bit what, what, of- what are you Billy I'm stander oh <laughs> man oh. anyway <laughs> moving on yeah, that, so that was Ready Player One. Um, yeah. I'm going to give it a 4.9 out of 5. Yeah. I am. Yeah. What would you give it? Yeah, about that as well. Okay, cool. Uh, you've also been watching some other sci-fi stuff on Netflix though, so if you don't have a chance to go out to the cinema but you have got Netflix or you've got someone else's Netflix password. Yes. Uh, what have you been watching, folks? <laughs> <laughs> I have been watching um, Altered Carbon. What's it about? <laughs> it's, it's, on my, it's on my wish list, but I've not watched it. I know it's sci-fi. That's all I know. Yeah. Auto Carbon starring my, my main man I don't know him but I call him my main man Joel Kinnaman yeah and he's been my main man since uh, The Killing okay and I followed him on to Robocop and then I followed him on to House of Cards right yeah and very tall um, um, chiseled yeah chiseled Quite chiseled looking yeah. gentleman yeah European actually really yeah yeah, yeah. it's not American um, and he plays this um the this this character which is, is they're called envoys and I guess it's that the 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 show's version of like um the rebellion okay and again it's kind of got that whole um thing going on of anti-establishment and people fighting against the system and the oppressors and there's a class system going on yeah. but this this program alter carbon is set into the future and far far into the future we found other planets we've inhabited other planets we're there what is interesting about this is that what someone has been able to do is download yeah your consciousness Mm -hmm. yeah they're called stacks so the back of your the the, the, top, the top of your vertebrae one of your vertebrae is like a disc which okay. exists in the, the, the people within this program and within that disc is everything about who you are as a person your, your consciousness your consciousness your personality everything and if that gets damaged that's how you you die in real life okay but if you take a shot in the head and all that kind of stuff or a, a fatal shot to the body and just bleed out your physical dies but you that stat can be put into what's called another sleeve so this alter carbon it kind of flirts with the idea of kind of where we're at now in the current era in today's world with kind of gender fluidity some people waking up saying i want to be this or i want to be that this seems like a, a progression of that idea of the the sleeve being an absolute complete form it is 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 not um connected to you or or precious to any of the people within within this show in any way, shape, or form. They get damaged. I need a new sleeve. How much does it cost? Da, da, da. But the things with with uh, the, the the sleeve in um, um, aspect of that is that it's reserved for the super rich. So the super rich can have any kind of sleeve they want. How it looks, 
how durable it is. They can do things to other people because they're super rich as well. They can kill people and know that, okay, the sleeve can be replaced and they just pay the money off to replace the sleeves. Oh, so, so I can say if I didn't like someone and I had money, I could be like, you know what? <laughs> kill you. You know what? All right, I'll, just buy, I'll buy you a new sleeve. It's, yeah, like, it's like me crashing into your car exactly. and saying it's all right, I'll buy you a I new mean, one. I mean, one of the main antagonists in there, he gets his rocks off by killing um, prostitutes and he just replaces their sleeves kind of thing because that's how he gets his, he gets his kicks. So it's, it doesn't, what it does in that aspect, it doesn't actually feel like he's he's ever killing someone because okay. he's just killing the, the the physical form which is replaceable. Okay, yeah, that's a bit weird. So like, all right, so within this premise where there's sleeves and there's what's the thing in the neck called again? The the, the stack, the stack. So yeah. stack in your neck, yeah. sleeves to replace it. What's the storyline within that? I'm in already. Yeah. I'm gonna have to watch it now. Yeah. You said this. So yeah. like, what what is there like a, a a main plot that runs through this now? So then? the main plot is the um, Joe Kinnaman's character. Um, he's he's known by the name Takeshi but he's in the sleeve of someone called Kovac right okay and here's where it gets a little bit confusing Takeshi was arrested for something 250 years ago put on ice re-brought back and put into the sleeve of Kovac who is the partner of um um this um uh, kind of like a, a, a police officer mm-hmm. and Kovac has now been brought back 250 years later to solve the murder of this um, super rich um, person in that society so he wants to find out who killed him and for what reasons and whatnot. so this kind of like this kind right. of like a murder mystery running alongside the the whole premise what's, of what's the, the other film where they freeze a cop for years and he comes back what um, Demolition so Man it's like Demolition Man is that what it's like, it's like <laughs> It is. This time it's, with USB sticks in your neck. Exactly. All right, so cool. Like, I'm in. I, yeah, like, like, I like Demolition Man. Demolition Man with sauce. Okay. Is, yeah. All right. And like, because uh, it's a Netflix special, not special, because it's a Netflix dealio now, I presume they've got budget now, so yeah. it looks slick. Yeah, it looks very really good. Slick. Gra- yeah. Is it like, is there a lot of graphics flying around, cars yeah. and stuff in it? Or is talking, it more gritty? You're talking Blade Runner-esque. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, aesthetically, it's really, really cool. I think storyline-wise, I was more engaged with the whole concept of what they were doing with the, the stacks as opposed okay. to the, the actual kind of murder mystery running along uh, side it so right, I find it very 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 interesting because it seems like that's where we're heading anyway oh well yeah one day Altered Carbon Netflix check yes. it out we have a link to it in the show description hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Uh, before we move on to some of what's going on in the tech world, uh, you got a pair of headphones on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I recently had some issues. We went to Fort Park last year and we were trying to record some content. And for some reason, my audio jack in my iPhone 6S was just not having a bar of it. Mm. Not having a bar. And I tried to replace the audio part of the phone, took it to the phone shop. Not... not Sorry, I didn't take it to the the, the qualified Apple technicians. Took it to the boss man, yeah. Took it to the boss man, yeah. yeah. The, the the 
the kind of the the cut price um apple guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he worked his magic and um unfortunately was unsuccessful he said that has to be some sort of hardware issue or software issue or whatnot but he was actually um confused by it mm. so i felt like the only way to get around this was uh, to connect via bluetooth so i went online went on amazon and checked um through the kind of the whole catalog for some decent bluetooth headphones and i i did the i did the fatal mistake which a lot of us do we we go when, when, when we're lost we go for brands we, f- we feel so trusted in brands that a brand is indicative of quality yeah cool so but what someone also told me was you know outside of brands you can't beat a user review okay I was like, okay, cool. So I went on Amazon and I saw that there was this product there called Anchor Bluetooth Headphones and it was killing it with the reviews. It had all the stars, all the stars on there. Everyone's saying it's fantastic, fantastic. You know when you get the breakdown? Mm. It's got five, four, three. This one had majority five and four stars. It was crazy. Mm. It was crazy. Mm. Everyone, this, this was a hit. Okay, yeah. so you went with the people. This was a hit. I went with okay. the people. Yeah. And, and, that's what I feel like a lot of us should be doing a lot more in this digital age, kind of trusting the the the, the reviews of the tangible humans and not just kind of mm. taking these brands for granted. And I watched a video also of Anchor comparing their product to uh, the more expensive um, Beats uh, uh, variant and it killed it. Because they do look like Beats X. They, they do. do look like Beats X. They, 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 they have the magnetic connection in yep, them. Yeah, they've got the magnetic connection. So you saw the reviews. Yep. You um you you invested in the people. How yep. much was the investment? And then I saw the price. What was the price? Fifteen pounds. Fifty pounds. No, one five. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen pounds. Yeah, it's absolutely a steal. So these anchor headphones, you just press the button in the middle, connect to your Bluetooth. And how is it that lasting you a day? Couple day and of days, a half. Day and a half. Yeah. So before I ask you this ne- next question, I want you, the listener, to understand that Fun Butcher is a house producer, no, he's a music producer, not just house, yeah. who has recently had a track at number one on Track Source, right? Yep. And you mi- did you mix that yourself? Yep. So you know about sound, yep. right? So yep. you're not going to gas me right no. now. You're not just an idiot off no. the road who doesn't no. know about sound. No. How do they sound compared to like a professional pair of cans? Flawless. Really? Seriously. Like, have they got good bass, good treble? Like, are they just all right? Are they what? Because of the, the nature of the, the in-ear plugs, if you push them in, they've got noise counselling, so if you push them in, like properly mm. you don't hear nothing outside that aspect is quite dangerous because I don't even have that level of noise cancellation in my, my other cans when I, which I'm using to kind of DJ or when I'm using to kind of engineer at home yeah. so they are very 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 like clear right. on that degree right. so if I'm if I'm kind of detecting that level of clarity from someone who kind of deals with sound all the time the average person on the street who listens to these uses these anchor headphones this is going to be like out of the world wow. which is why I feel like this is such a steal because if you compare this to the 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 not the, the, the competitor you, which is around about what, uh, well, 150 if you're looking at top, top, like not where top end uh, Bluetooth headphones can be anywhere from 120 pound up. I mean the, the Beats yeah. the Beats version oh, Beats, about, yeah, yeah, about 120 yeah 120, 120 yeah, yeah, yeah. Area. definitely you won't be able to tell the difference so wow. get yourself a pair of 15 pound anchor Bluetooth headphones nice you won't get caught on the door as you walk in at the house anymore <laughs> On the lead. Oh, isn't that annoying when you yeah. walk through a door and your lead hits the handle yeah, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Me, you're trying I mean, I smashed my phone doing that quite a few times. Really? Got, yeah, got caught in a car door and it's, ah! Yeah, smashed the screen. So, and they fit nicely. Because they're black as well, they look like some nice little trendy hipster accessory around your neck. Nice. Yeah. Oh, okay, very good. People, Check them out. People, and people think I've joined some kind of cult now. <laughs> oh, what's that? What's that? Yeah, yeah. special handshake. Yes, yeah, my new religion. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, back into news. What's happening in the world of tech? There has been a world record broken. What's that? In the streaming, online live streaming world on Twitch. Uh, you probably have heard about this if you've been on, on Twitter or your social medias. It wasn't a track that's been streamed on Spotify. Uh, it wasn't somebody spending X amount of weeks at the top of the billboard. This time, it was for a Twitch superstar. Well, he's now a superstar called Ninja. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does have a music slant on it, though. It, it does have a music slant. So basically, Drake 
decided to hop online and play Fortnite with Ninja. Him again. Travis Scott hopped in the mix. Um, Where do those guys find time to play computer games? Oh, listen, they got a lot of time. Travis, <laughs> Travis Scott hopped in the mix and they built up 650,000 odd streams mm. live, which yeah. broke the previous record, which is about half of that. Okay. Uh, Billy, am I right with the numbers? Yeah, more or less. <laughs> yeah, more or less. <laughs> Are we right with the numbers? Yeah, that's 625, 650 people watching at one time. So okay, it's concurrent cool. as people watching at that time. Okay, cool. So concurrent viewers. Thank you very much. Okay. Appreciate that. Uh, so yeah, um, so Drake was online. We found out things about Drake when he was online streaming, like he likes pineapple on his pizza. Yeah. Sicko. I bet he stands up to wipe his ass as well. <laughs> up, bro. Um and that he's kind of average at, up his feet yeah. don't touch the floor yeah levitates I bet he's just kind and he's kind of average at Fortnite he's kind of average no at I heard he's very good at Fortnite nah that's, he's average that's he's average he's average. Really? was he good Billy what'd you hear well I, I didn't watch it I just I just uh, what you didn't watch it oh, cool. I, I heard about it but I think he's average I, I watched it he's average oh you right? watched it yeah he's alright oh, okay. yeah, I didn't watch I, some of it I saw, the, I saw the YouTube comments yeah. I don't play Fortnite but mm. the YouTube comments were, were actually quite surprised at how so they also obviously thought they, he'd be a lot worse. I than think they he thought was. he'd be like out, out, like immediately. Yeah, but yeah, he he, he done his thing, but it okay. wasn't it wasn't like amazing. Okay, I mean he's out here making hit records. He can't be good at Fortnite as well. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, Travis Scott in the mix as well, and then he was like throw like, and now it's become a thing where people are kind of talking about who's going to be on next sort of mm-hmm. thing. About mm-hmm. apparently Drake, I didn't hear this bit, but apparently Drake was like, apparently he's like, yeah, Logic, bring your crew, I'll mash them up on Fortnite as well. Little Yachty has hopped on Twitter saying he wanted to. He's like, I'm online. Let's go. Let's play. Bobby Tarantino, Logic was yeah, like tell the yeah. boy Drizzy he don't want it with Bobby yeah, <laughs> back. Yeah. so apparently this is this is where it's at now what do you think's the reason behind this big surge of popularity with this game <sighs> cause it's Drake yeah yeah I'm still out here playing the division I mean I mean, why is Fortnite so popular yeah I think it's that battle royale genre where you can build okay it's the building aspect which has really changed the game okay cause it changes the dynamics mm-hmm. of of what you can do basically you know you can build stuff to protect yourself you can, yeah i've even seen somebody chuck a grenade at someone and build them in real quick and they've died like <laughs> do you know what i mean so and i just think it's a fun game it works it streams well yeah the community's good it's easy to pick up hard to master it's been a long long maybe if ever there's been a time where a game has had this much crossover appeal mm. i've never seen a game kind mm. of cross over so quickly mm. into the kind of the the field of of non-gamers yeah i guess it's a little bit similar to the way black panther was hitting people that weren't black people that weren't <laughs> black people <laughs> people that had no um um affiliation or knowledge of, yeah. of marvel yeah kind of thing so the way this Fortnite has kind of got people talking and, and interested and uh, and that's why um online when that happened with the Drake thing, there was a lot of cynicism from Dead Mouse. Uh, yeah. The, the, what, did, what, the did, EDM, what did he say? What was well, he Dead saying? Well, Dead Mouse, the producer, was just like, his thing was, I guess, similar to a lot of us, was why are we shocked that this stream had this kind of record numbers? It is Drake, after all. If you had Michael Jackson <laughs> playing it, yeah, you would get the same uh, 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 amount of record numbers. So, Do you know what? A, a very, very wise producer of radio mm-hmm. told me a while back, certain people doing things will just get that reaction. Of course. So, for example, if the Queen was going to do a hip hop show, yeah, yep. with Funk Flex back to back mix, the yeah. Queen, yeah, yeah of yeah. England, yeah, we're going to get excited, bro. Yeah. That's going to break it. That's going to break a record. Scratching and using yeah. a crown. And if the Queen comes in, and, if the Queen says she's going to do a Craig Mack fucking, yeah. um, you know, celebratory mix, yeah, for yeah. his musical career, yeah, I'm plugging in. I yeah. want to know what the Queen's going to drop. Do you she, know what I mean? She uses Charles's ears yeah. on the crossfader. Yeah. <laughs> Ch- Charles comes in the mic. Charles is on the mic, coasting. <laughs> dear, dear, freak dear. Mega Markle. So, like, it's Drake. Like, you know, people just get excited with celebrity. It's celebrity. Um, so I was what, interested. So yeah, what I'm trying on. to get at is then. Is it really remarkable then? Because if anyone... Okay, look at I this... I think praise where praise is due. So it's like when Ed Sheeran brought, brings out a new album and it breaks streaming records. Yeah. I can't just say, well, it's Ed Sheeran, innit? Of course it is. I'm, why, why can't you though? Because he, if he has a, a history of doing that... I'm, well, I'm still impressed. I'm, yeah. I'm still impressed. Okay, I'm, I mean... I'm, 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 I'm personally, I was like, wow, very well done. I wasn't classic, amazed. 
in fact, I'm glad you mentioned that because a classic example is this week with Snapchat. Yeah. I wasn't surprised that Rihanna's statement caused Snapchat to lose that much value in stock. It's Rihanna. Yeah. She has that much power. So Drake, like, um, translating his music influence into the gaming world is no different when Drake has touched grime over here in the UK and has had that kind of influence. Drake um, having an influence yeah. with Top Boy, which was previously dropped or it, it wasn't uh, commissioned for another series and then all of a sudden Drake gets involved and then... I suppose it's the same sort of amazement that people have is similar to the amazement we have with Spielberg being involved with Ready Player One. Yeah? Mm-hmm. For us, we know Spielberg has just done so much for, yeah. the, for, the, for the film industry yeah. that when he has association with that, with, with that film, yeah. we almost would co-sign it before seeing it. Yeah. yeah? With Drake he carries that sort of weight with the younger generation, especially yeah. with the Twitch gang. Yeah. A lot, a lot, you know, a lot of these people are, are listening to Drake. Yeah. You know, so to, to have one of your favourite uh, music artists then combined with one of your favourite computer games, yeah. it's going to be amazing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, basically, I think, to you listening, I think what Funk's trying to say is, he's not that impressed because he's, he's, Funk's less easily impressed than I am. <laughs> but one of the good things though for Ninja is he made a lot of money off that stream. Apparently yeah. he pulled in about 25 bags, 25 yeah. grand yeah. alone from that. Yeah. Um, Who is Ninja in the grand scheme of things? Is he like- Bill knows. He's been around for quite some time. Yeah. I, mean, just, I think just the Drake thing, just along with Twitch, because Drake got involved, everyone now knows about Twitch. Whereas if the only people who like watching YouTube, who yeah. like watching craze, they will find out about Twitch eventually whereas the mainstream don't really know about twitch so how lo- now so, they do so is he quite long in the tooth in the twitch side of things my twitch education isn't so say for example like you got a creator like ksi 10 years deep yeah uh, where does ninja stand ninja didn't he's got four million subscribers on youtube yeah uh, but i heard from a friend that he didn't have that many trips to twitch subscribers and then he got on the Fortnite hype mm. and then because he was so good at that and is popular around that that is shot his um, Twitch subscribers up to like 3 million followers to compare to like 100,000 which he had 6, 7, 8 months ago and now apparently he's earning half a mil a month dollars now dollar dollar bills so Drake is that commercial juice he is man mm. yeah man's never been in Fortnite before now <laughs> shut down <laughs> trust me daddy anyway so Funk VAR yes video assistant referees yeah a something that have existed for a while. The technology's existed, right? So this is the technology that helps referees to make decisions, yep. right? Where it's been available. Okay. Uh, we've had replays from cameras yep. for years, yeah, for example. Yep. Um, but they've not been relied upon in professional football. For some reason, mm-hmm. and please correct me if I'm wrong, the take-up and use of technology to help the referee make decisions has not been used as much as it could have been. Yeah. Referees can still look at something mm-hmm. when a foul or something happens and they can just say, you know what, I don't want to look at anything. I've decided red card, yep. foul, whatever, yep. instead of referring to the technology because the excuses I've heard is that it would waste time and slow yeah. down the yeah. flow of play. Yeah. But if you've ever watched La Liga, there's a lot of that happening anyway, yeah. bro, with all yeah. the freaking yeah. harassment yeah. the referee gets. So with a tool that's kind of like the Hawkeye in cricket and rugby, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of calculates where the ball is and where the player is, mm-hmm. uh, the referee can call on his virtual assistant referee now to make a decision if he's unaware of what the outcome is. And they're going to be using this at the next World Cup. Okay. Luckily, when I was over at MWC, mm-hmm. uh, we actually saw some of this technology full of Liga mm-hmm. and this stuff is super accurate. It can like put players, mm-hmm. You, I think within something like 18 seconds yeah. or 30 seconds you can get a full replay of where players are on the pitch and with the amount of cameras they've got on the pitch now as well you can pretty much get a 360 degree replay immediately mm-hmm. after plays happen what are your thoughts because you're more of a football fan than me what are your thoughts on having virtual assistant referees being introduced at, at first world level standard football and then filtering down to premiership stuff I think where we're at now is that a lot of the people who are fans of football who play it or who watch it they like football for its imperfections. Okay. And I think, right. that's, always, I think that's always been that. There's, there's, there's always been that element of, yes, you could have robotic analysis. And I mean, you, we kind of saw it when they introduced the goal line technology thing, a lot of people didn't like it. They liked the fact that it may have crossed the line. It maybe it didn't. I mean, obviously there's that famous goal in, um, in 66. <laughs> and it, it's like, up until now, 
people still argue and debate did mm. it go did it cross the line or did it did it not and well, there's Maradona's hand of God Maradona's where he actually slapped a ball yeah he it was he 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 moved like Michael Jordan on a football pitch yeah <laughs> but the thing is with obviously with that people would uh, uh, would argue that he because he's a short guy he used his arms to jump up and kind of like give him yeah. propulsion to kind of get up there and if he's if his arm was up there he was just it was just kind of like a, a, a more of a reaction and mm. think deliberate mm. that's what that's just playing devil's advocate yeah but with VAR the reason why it doesn't really speed things up because it still relies on the decisions of the referee and how they interpret the right. evidence so again it doesn't matter if you've got the murder weapon the culprit the witness like everyone there in the case that doesn't mean you're going to get like a, a speedy conclusion to the the, the whole the, the whole situation so um VAR I think is situated in, in Heathrow isn't it so they have to call through to Heathrow <laughs> yeah which is it's so strange so like I don't know what that means for, for some games um, further up up the the, 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 the kind of the, the country yeah. further down the country but even with premiership matches they have to call through to Heathrow which isn't it's just on the outskirts of London and it still takes time to get the decision because you're still relying on the referee to kind of why Heathrow though? Why? I don't know, but that's where that's where VR that's kind of so like ridiculous. headquarters is situated. That's so so when they're when they're calling through to Heathrow, and um, the referee is is not in a confined little space or a little room where he's still got the <laughs> the pressure yeah. of God knows how many fans, like 60,000 fans, all mm. watching, looking at him, saying, "Yeah, you better get this right," and it kind of adds that that suspense that you might find in American football okay. where there's that there's that little pause and then the referee says something yeah. they're, they're probably going to have referees mic- microphoned up soon oh I'd love that yeah. you know why I'd love that because I'd love to hear some of the shit the other players say in the referee's <laughs> mic because I reckon players get away with some bullshit chat now to refs that'd be amazing so long long and short of it you think VAR whilst it will help make accurate decisions you you think that part of the passer around football part of Part of the conversation is, nah, that was blatantly a foul. No, it wasn't. Yeah, that, y- yeah. You think that that's... Okay, cool, yeah. fair enough. I mean, there's been so many kind of World Cup decisions made which the referee hasn't seen or or even when they have seen it and they've got it wrong. I mean, there was a situation this season with Lukaku and I think he mm. he, he stepped on someone and then the referee... No, you didn't see that game. Uh, um, and the referee didn't send him off when the referee saw what happened. But again... That was his. That was his decision. Mm. Assuming that replaying evidence back to the referee that he would change his mind is is a little bit kind of um. I don't know. It's wishful thinking. Yeah, fair enough. Why would you assume that someone needs a second chance to kind of? get a situation which will kind of swing around to to your uh, your benefit mm. but again that's football is there's only two teams in it one decision is going to benefit w- um, one more than the other alright yeah. cool alright All right, we'll see how it goes anyway we'll keep an eye on that <laughs> uh, anyway Funk you're a Twitter connoisseur Twitter has recently uh, made profit yeah. well done to Twitter struggled to make money out there about time yeah about time yeah it's probably the um, the, the, the kind of <laughs> the lost earnings from Snapchat recently they just switched over yeah, they just, yeah well it's funny you should say that because <laughs> they're working on a video sharing tool Word on the Road is going to be very close to stories like you get on Snapchat and Insta so I did call this I called this a, a while back when, when Insta, when Insta started um, kind of duplicating a lot of the attributes. I said Snapchat's in trouble. Mm. Snapchat is in trouble. Well, well, Facebook did offer Snapchat a billion or something like that, and yeah. and Snapchat, the heads of Snapchat said no. Yeah. So they were like, fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll do it ourselves. Yeah. Um, and now Snapchat's changed the algorithms recently. Yeah. Stars have been cussing it, saying they think it's shit. Yeah. So maybe, uh, do you think Twitter are just making their move now? Like, fine, while there's a little bit of turmoil around Snapchat, oh, they're stepping in. Yeah. They're going to provide everything that Snapchat didn't. They're going to be that shoulder to cry on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I all the Snapchat I, fans yeah. have, have not got. Twitter can definitely smell blood. Yeah? Yeah, okay. they can definitely smell it. I mean, Snapchat is a wounded animal. It has been for some time. Mm. It was kind of like, they, they probably waited to see what would happen after Instagram and Facebook 
put their iterations of, of, of stories on there. And what Snapchat answered with was a, uh, an unconvincing, like, change in its, in its, in its kind of, its, um, its, its interface, mm. which everyone hated. Hate it to the point where they signed petitions. This is the thing, yeah. It's like they didn't just hate it, and it was kind of like, oh yes, on a on a, on a kind of uh, uh, underground level where people are just like, yeah, I don't really like that, or da, da, but I'll carry on using it. People were livid. <laughs> people were livid. They wanted to, it to be rolled back, and Snapchat had to put out a press release and all that. It was it was carnage wow. because because what it what it what it uh, it, it, it indicated is that. Snapchat don't know their audience well enough where they got it so wrong. Like you're living with someone, you, your, your, your spouse, he says he likes, he says he likes chicken and you bring him, you bring him steak. Okay. Yeah. Right. The divorce, wants, the, the divorce papers wants, are on the way, man. She wants flowers. Yeah. Yeah. And she's trying to lose some weight and you bring home chocolates. Yeah. Yeah. The hell's wrong the with divorce, you, man? The divorce papers are in the way, man. Yeah. Touching on, it's not going to be like, exactly like stories. It's going to be, Sim, it's going to be um, so you open up the app. It's going to bring it to the camera, bring it to the camera. But it's if you like Twitter moments on your phone, yeah, it's like news centric. So you'll be able to like move around like on the camera, be able to move around like a certain map and move to certain areas of the world where news is going on, mm-hmm. and you better see videos. So it's kind of like stories. It kind like of snap maps, similar, yeah. But you, so you see videos that people have shared. Rather than like a story, so it'd be videos of people to share, like move around. So, for example, if Man United are playing Real Madrid, <laughs> and Billy sneezes, and everyone Excuse decides me. to document that sneeze uh, at the World, uh, not World Cup, the Champions League final, yeah. better move to that certain area and see all the videos that people are sharing. So it's a bit like the Periscope f- feature, then similar, but it's Twitter are going to more news focused. Twitter are trying to so okay. this is what's happening. This is the is is the easiest way to see what's going on. Whip open up um, Twitter, and something's gone on. You better see it real time. That's where Twitter want to be. Okay, but and, and unlike other social medias, they're gonna try. Then they're gonna minimize the amount of sort of algorithmic tweak tweaking of the timeline where they show you what they think you want to see. That's one thing I still like about Twitter. Is you can yeah. go on Twitter, yeah. and you can just see stuff as it unfolds yeah. instead of being shown specific tweets because that's what it wants you to see yeah. like Facebook does interesting right look, we got to get out of here and wrap this episode yeah. uh, please make sure you sign up to the newsletter howtokillanhour.com forward slash news we will let you know when there are brand new episodes out competitions and giveaways you'll be ahead of the curve I've been Marcus Bronzy I've been Funk Butcher plenty of ways to kill some time out there thank you for killing some time with us Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.